Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas. And today I, I have with me Michael Pallas. Uh, I, I hope that I'm saying it halfway correctly, uh, who is a co-founder of Flow Private Flood Insurance. So Michael, thank you for joining me today. How's it going? It's going great. Tony, thanks for having me on today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, awesome. And, and uh, uh, Michael is a former neighbor uh, uh, for, for me. I, I used to live in Berkeley. Uh, right it's on. been about five I, I years since, since we moved out, but but cool. love the Bay Area. Uh, so 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 Michael, we, we always give give the uh, the the, uh, the the guest the chance to give the elevator pitch. So so what is uh, Flow Private Flood Insurance? Yeah, Flow Private Flood Insurance is a private flood insurance MGA. That's the heart and soul of what we do. Uh, we're a Lloyd's cover holder and we have a number of uh, binding agreements in place. And what we have built is a platform, uh, quote to issue platform, that instead of hiding the syndicates uh, behind a curtain, we allow our retail agents to choose who they want to work with. So instead of displaying one rate and allowing an agent just to bind one policy type, uh, they go through the normal you know, quote questions eight to 10 questions. We do data prefill, all the, all the new normal stuff, I should say. And we give uh, up to six different quote returns from different syndicates. Uh, they have different policy forms, different coverage limitations, and we let the agent choose. Uh, so if the agent wants to go with the least expensive option, maybe an NFIP mirror policy, um, they'll have that option. If they have an insured that you know values a, a more robust policy form, uh, that's willing to pay a little bit more with some different uh, coverage types, then they can go that uh, route as well. Now, with the advent of risk rating 2.0, uh, the NFIP or you know the uh, tech platforms that uh, work with the NFIP, they have rating APIs now. So we'll also be displaying a, uh, a FEMA NFIP risk rating 2.0 quote. Uh, now, what's great about our platform is all of the options we have on there are bindable. So we're not a comparative rater. We are uh, a platform where an agent can take it start to finish for every market outside of the NFIP, find online service, automated renewals, the whole nine. Okay, that, that is that is very interesting. So 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 let me let me back up a little on, on flood. Okay, so so yeah, please so, do. so so flood uh in in the first CPCU test, uh, CPCU 500, uh, we were, were trained that earthquake and flood are not insurable in the private market because of the catastrophic uh, potential. And, and, and um, uh, then NFIP, and, and and I don't have my 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 associate in flood insurance, uh, but uh, what I do understand uh, of of NFIP, so so NFIP. It is is my understanding is it's not actuarially based and it's also not um what's what's it called it's it's also not a i can never remember the word it's not a full reimbursement uh right it, it doesn't cover your entire value the the way that you, I, you're exactly right about that so the the reason why the private market hasn't developed until recently is uh there were various subsidies uh put into place. So there wasn't an actuarially sound rate to compete against. So any private insurer obviously wants to have 
make an underwriting profit. And if you're going against uh, federally subsidized rates, then there's not always a lot of opportunity to uh, to to accomplish that. So, um, so uh, about five years ago, when I was in, in California, we had the whole bigger waters uh yep. change right so, so which, which it's, it it's the last names of the senators but it's hilarious because it sounds like bigger water uh which very, very so so anyway it, bigger water was supposed to 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 bring it to something more actually close but then that didn't happen right yeah so what happened was pretty much chaos and that's actually where we entered uh we entered the market because we saw opportunity so really what happened is is the rating model change and you started seeing rates go just out of this world um you go from eight hundred dollars to to eight thousand dollars and we saw the opportunity here uh to 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 step in and start taking some of the market uh, away from fema uh, with with private flood placement and and in my opinion that's really where the private market took off there are some legacy mgas that do an amazing job and they've been around you know 10 20 years and they've been pioneers um, fighting for the private flood insurance industry but but right around that time that you mentioned is really when these programs started to take off so, so um risk rating 2.0 uh, is it a result of bigger waters or 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 is it like what replaced it after bigger waters didn't work yeah so it's uh it, it it's basically a mechanism for for bringing a unprofitable uh, FEMA flood program to a point of potentially having actuarially sound rates over time. So we, you know, we, we went from uh, publicly available rate tables where you could, if you wanted to exactly match the uh, NFIP rates nationwide. And we saw that in the early days of private flood insurance where certain, um, MGAs or providers would take the NFIP rates discount at 10% to easy win. Um, as things have gotten a little more sophisticated, you know, the, the things have changed, but risk rating 2.0, it goes from publicly available rates to your more classic uh, black box uh, rating structure driven by, driven by an algorithm that is not available to the public. And the goal is to bring these rates up to where they should be over time. Now, what that means for the private market is there's going to be a major disruption. We're in the middle of it right now um, because new business rating has already hit risk rating 2.0. Uh, renewal rating on risk rating 2.0 has started, goes into effect on uh, on 4.1, but rating on that's already started. But it happens over time. So there's going to be chaos in the marketplace because of rate displacement. And it's not just going to be a, a one-year thing. This is going to be a multi-year thing where certain properties are going to see a increase year over year over year over year. Rate increases lead to shopping. Shopping leads to agents needing to find solutions. And that's that's really where the private market comes into play. Okay. So so and for, for, for the agents listening, um, basically anybody that, that you write that, that has an NFIP policy uh, is, is going to be affected uh, in one way or, or another. A and you better have your, your private markets uh, uh, in, 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 you know, in, in, a, in a good place. Um, yeah. So, 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 the, the, so you're doing it through, through Lloyd's and, and this is where, where uh, 
my my knowledge of, of Lloyd's is, is is limited. So I understand that Lloyd's is not an insurance company; it's a market, yep. right? Yep. And uh, that that it's a deeply uh, well, you can insure just about anything, uh, but it's 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 very conservative in in, in the way that it works. It's it, right if 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 the U.S. insurance industry technology wise is is backwards, Lloyd's pre pandemic <laughs> was a lot more so. Uh, so, so it's, it's what, I, what I'm getting to is it's really impressive that, that your uh, quota bind ready while going through Lloyd's cover holders. Uh, and and uh, not only that, but, but that you're giving the agent the options openly on, on, on. I, 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 I appreciate the observation and, and you're spot on in a lot of ways um, to, to kind of demystify Lloyd's of London. Uh, Lloyd's is a governing body. Lloyd's itself does not underwrite insurance. The syndicates uh, underwrite insurance. So the, Lloyd's has to be very buttoned up in terms of reg, financially regulating the syndicates because if something goes sideways with the syndicate, it affects the perception of Lloyd's and it affects the business operations of Lloyd's. So there are uh, very tight controls in place at Lloyd's to make sure that the participating syndicates operate within the, the, the confines of where they should be. And what you said, can Lloyd's ensure everything? That's that's the perception. And yes, Lloyd's, they're, you know, it's the, the example is always when you're learning insurance, you know, you can insure your hand if you're a famous painter at Lloyd's. And that may be the case, but it's, I think it's important for agents when they're trying to understand Lloyd's. Lloyd's is a place of innovation. Lloyd's, a lot of times, is where new products start. Um, and they often live there through their eternity. Sometimes they spin off into, into, different, um, you know, into different forms. But what's really cool about private flood insurance is it's, uh, it's in a highly innovative space right now. So you may have some syndicates and products in Lloyd's that are still doing, you know, rating out of binders, which I really don't think happens that often. But the, the folks that we've partnered with, they're rating via APIs. A lot of the uh, partners that we have were reporting binds via APIs. Um, you know, so it is more of a modern approach to, uh, to insurance rating and, and managing a book of business. Okay. And um what what kind of agencies are uh, good partners for for you guys do you require a certain amount to, a certain size a certain amount of flow flood business uh how, how, how does how does that work if, if, if i have an agency how do, how do i know if, if i if i should reach out yeah so you know myself and my business partner ab sultan we uh we're, we both started in retail so we we understand retail agencies we know what retail agents uh, go through on a day-to-day -day basis. We also understand the, uh, what owners go through of retail agencies. Um, and we, we look at flood as for most, for most agencies as an auxiliary product. Now, some people make it their primary, which is what we did over on the retail side. Uh, and we sold, we cross sold around flood insurance, which I think is a good strategy. And a lot of people do it, but for most it's an auxiliary product. And we know that the last thing an agency owner wants is a commitment on an auxiliary product. Look, we're adding value to your agency, uh, but we're also not going to hammer agencies for production. 
what we really want is, you know, hey, any retail agent is welcome to contract with Flow. But what we'll do is we will we'll meet your energy. If you if you want one-on-one training, we'll give you one-on-one training. If you want to learn via a video library, you can learn via a video library. If you say, hey, give me some logins, let me go, then uh, that's okay to do as well. We built our we built our platform to make it intuitive for folks that have a good grasp on technology to be able to you know, go from a quote to issue a policy in, in four minutes and, and do it actually without training. Uh, but we love training folks. So, you know, the the risk profile is broad. We work with one person shops. We work with national aggregators. Uh, we really work with anyone that's looking for a flood solution. And I think right now, every agency owner, whether it's us or another MGA or a combination, you need to lock down and identify your private flood partners. Because if you do have a book of business of flood, or if you do have uh, clients that inquire about flood insurance in your office, you need to have a go-to market. You need to have a go-to partner for private flood insurance. Makes sense. And I, I, looking at the website, uh, I see that, that, that you've got the, uh, the agency information. You've also got a referral partners program. So, so uh, what, what, what is the referral program? How is it different from, from just accessing as, as, as an agent? Yeah, referral partners, uh, referral partner program is really for agencies that that don't want to deal with it. <laughs> or, you know, they don't they don't want to write flood insurance, or it's also for uh, real estate mortgage brokers, people that are trying to place flood insurance uh, for their clients. We have a referral uh, program where where folks can send referrals in, and then we we spin those off to our uh, retail partners to handle depending on the state depending on the territory it's a small part of the business we do i mean the you know the overwhelming majority is directly via retail uh, retail agencies and that's that's definitely the the area of growth for us okay okay so you can, you can outsource the the uh, the the flood piece if if you, if you don't want to deal with it if if you so choose i think the i think the premiums are getting to a place and the revenue is getting to a place where it makes sense to ride in-house. And it's, look, the first time I saw a flood insurance uh, platform, you know, 20 years ago when I started insurance, I looked at the rating and I said, forget about it. Because NFIP asked so many questions and, you know, you start looking at elevation certificate information and figuring out what goes where. Uh, Our platform makes it really easy. Obviously, elevation certs aren't required. Uh, you know, they're not required for risk rating 2.0 anymore, but they're not required in our platform. We pre-fill, so we do a flood zone determination. We give you the flood zone, which you can update, um, but we give you the, the flood zone. We pull the square footage. We pull the year built. So really, it's a matter of a- answering a couple underwriting questions, telling, telling the platform what coverage you want, and getting your quotes back. It, it's way different than it used to be rating flood. That, that, that's, that's fantastic. So, so how did it, how did it come to be? How, how did, uh, so, so looking at your LinkedIn, so, so, so you've always been on the sales side of, of the industry. So you spent three mm-hmm. years at Liberty. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. guessing as, as a Liberty exclusive back when they had exclusives. Uh, yeah, exactly. So okay. I was in college and like most college people, I was broke and I went to a jobs fair. I knew I wanted to get in sales and Liberty Mutual said, Hey, we got like a $5,000 mm-hmm. signing bonus. And that's how I got into insurance. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so you do Liberty for a little while and, and th- then you go to an agency mm-hmm. uh, and spend 14 years at the yep. agency. So, so 
So what was it at, at the agency that, that, that you saw that was super broken that, that you're like, this needs fixed? Yeah, so we, uh, as the agency developed over time, we became a, a, a digitally enabled agency where we uh, did a lot of content marketing and also pay-per-click marketing around uh, niche products. So we looked at how the primary lines of insurance are marketed and how expensive it is to do that. You look at auto insurance, home insurance, you know. One uh, of the most expensive we, keywords. We just, you know, we can't, we're not, what are we going to do? Go against Geico, go against Progressive and State Farm? No way. Um, but we knew that there was opportunity around there. So right when, you know, you mentioned Bigger Waters Act, uh, rates started exploding. We said, uh, aha, there's an opportunity. Let's start writing private flood insurance. So built a, built a WordPress site, uh, you know, integrated with everything, started a PPC campaign, and we started writing a lot of flood insurance. So we did that for two, three years, did the same thing with earthquake, but flood, flood really, uh, really took off. And, you know, there, there comes a time in the journey of a retail agent owner where you say, all right, I either need to double down and double the size of this agency, or I need to take my foot off the gas and not focus on growth, but focus on stability, uh, or I need to, to pivot out, explore other opportunities or other areas in insurance. And so myself and my business partner, um, maybe a few years back, started reaching out to Lloyd's brokers and just presenting, presenting our vision. Hey, we want to start a private flood program. Uh, linked up with a, an amazing um, Lloyd's broker, uh, CJC, CJ Coleman out of London. And they, you know, over, over the course of time, uh, organized a series of meetings for us in London and, and the rest is history. Uh, so while we were planning flow, uh, we were also planning our exit from Stone Creek. So we did sell Stone Creek uh, over a year ago and we have uh, exited fully Stone Creek. Uh, they're in great hands and, and we appreciate um, all the people over there, but we're, you know, we're fully flo focused on on flow flood and and really helping push the private flood market forward so sorry that's a really that i appreciate that that's a really long answer uh to a short question which is we saw an opportunity and we saw that it was partially addressed but we thought that we could contribute to the uh to the pivot from nfip to the private market and, and such an exciting time to to focus fully on on uh on flood it, it uh, I'm not old enough to remember, but I am a history nerd, and and it reminds me of of like uh, air travel de deregulation and, and how it how it became a, an, an incredible opportunity, or other uh, times where where things that were super regulated, and in the case the case, flood insurance, like you weren't prohibited from from running a private flood program. It, it's just it was very hard to to compete with with uh, a tax subsidized. Uh, NFIP. Exactly. And, and you know, a, a good parallel for retail agents is think if you had 93% of your business with one carrier and that carrier changed their rating structure. A lot of times with rate increases. <laughs> what do you do? Where are you? That's kind of where we're at right now. You know, 93% of the business is with NFIP right now. Uh, and the rating model is, is completely altered. And 
that I don't want to say that premium is up for grabs, but people will be shopping and there's a potential that shifts to the private, the private uh, market outside of emerging markets like cyber. And, you know, we've seen crazy growth around cyber in the last four or five years and a ton of acquisitions and pretty wild valuations um, outside of new products. There is no other line of business that has this shift. All the, all the other lines are mature. You know, you look at whatever, homeowner's insurance. I mean, how many homeowner's insurance carriers are there with well thought out products, you know, ton of premium on the books, you know, hundreds, right? When you talk about national and retail throughout the, uh, and regional, pardon me, throughout the whole country. So for, for folks in our space at the MGA level, for po folks above us at the carrier level, and for folks uh, that we partner with at the retail uh, level, there's a ton of opportunity. And, and the real winners at the end of the day are the consumers because they're finally going to get uh, the opportunity to purchase coverage that is meaningful and, and not just what they are being offered. Uh, to your earlier point, you said, hey, you know, from what you understand, the, the NFIP doesn't offer, uh, doesn't offer full rates. Yeah, this is, this is the one product that's required by lenders that doesn't offer a full replacement cost uh, value, right? Up to $250,000 for residential property, half a million dollars for commercial property. And because these are the limits set by the NFIP, that's what the lenders tell their clients they need. So you go, you're buying a new house and you don't know about flood insurance. You're not an insurance person, right? Your, your real estate uh, agent, your mortgage broker says, hey, I need a home insurance policy for full replacement cost. And I need a flood insurance policy for 250K in coverage. There's a problem there. <laughs> There's a problem is that the fundamental structure of how flood insurance has been underwritten, presented to, uh, to consumers is one that's in most cases not going to fully protect them. And then we talk about other, uh, other coverages that uh, a consumer should have. So we think about loss of use. Loss of use doesn't exist on the NFIP policy form. So you have cover for your, uh, coverage for your structure and coverage for your personal property, if you so choose, um, with restrictions of what type of personal property is covered and where it is covered in your home. And then you look at the private market and you see some of these developments. Well, you see um, some folks are offering loss of use coverage, which we offer. Some people are offering pool coverage. Uh, some people are offering coverage in basements. It, it, and it allows the consumer to get a product that suits them instead of, hey, here's your one product and, you know, take it or leave it. Well, so at this point in the, in the private market, are, are, are you able to, to kind of match my homeowner's coverages for flood, like, like, like full coverage for the home, replacement cost? 100%. Uh, she, yep. So we, we have uh, one of our partners that we work, work with. That if you if you break down the policy form, it's essentially an HL three with flood as the peril. When you you know if you compare you put that next to a homeowner's policy, uh, the coverage looks strikingly similar outside of the peril. You know the only peril is is, is flood, obviously. Yeah. And so and yeah, one, it's available. One thing that I was that was, that was wondering when when you explained that 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 the system gives the agent the the uh, all all of the all of the six well up to six different quotes for, for, from different mm -hmm. syndicates mm -hmm. 
does it provide any assistance on on choosing between them or or is it like here's the form yeah, yeah. A absolutely so the we'll call it the quote return page it gives you the different options shows you shows you the rate for the different options and you can expand a section and it shows you the coverage that's available so it'll show you your dwelling your other structures your loss of use your personal property if it's available it may be available for two some of those sub coverages may be available for you know one or two it totally depends but then yes we also have a uh we have links out where it describes the differences so you can just add a glance say hey if i'm choosing this syndicate what are the implications for the policy form and it's not <laughs> yeah like you said it's not here's a policy form figure it out Let's be real. Most insurance agents don't read policy forms uh, for every product they sell. And that's not a knock on insurance agents. It's just if you're a broker and you're working with 40 different products and these products change every year or two, you're probably not reading every policy form. Um, so we encourage agents to read the policy forms, but we also make it easy for them to make a choice. Uh, you know, as a part of the training, we're going to let folks know, uh, you know, the differences in, in choices that they have, but we're also going to support that within the ecosystem. So when you are making a choice, you know, two inches over on your screen, you can, uh, you can learn about the, uh, the differences between your choices. Excellent. Uh, awesome. Uh, great, great to hear that the, 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 the private foot market is uh, finally getting, getting its, its day in the sun, so, so to speak. Uh, it's been very, very, very interesting. Uh, and, and when it goes live, I, I, I will tag you on LinkedIn uh, so that people Great. can easily find you. And I will appreciate that. The, the, uh, the, the, the company's website, uh, super easy flow insurance.com uh, on, 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 on the show notes. Uh, and yeah, very, very, very exciting stuff go, go, going on on the, on the, on the foot space. Uh, I, I appreciate that, Tony. And you know, the, to me, the part that's, the most gratifying about it is we're still at a stage where your competitors are also your 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 mates in the bunker, if you will. Uh, it's it's a developing industry, and I think the best thing about insurance uh, on the business side are the relationships and the people you meet along the way. And it's you know no matter how digitally enabled we all get in our different channels. The, the foundation is relationships, relationships with your carrier partners, relationships with your agents, relationships with the, the retail consumer. And yes, uh, are we in direct competition with other MGAs, with carriers that offer private foot? Absolutely. But at the foundation of it all, it's the private market coming together and establishing a place uh, in, in within agencies, office, offices, and within, uh, you know, with, within consumers' homes, and we're doing that together. Uh, so I look at the I look at the pioneers of private flood and have nothing but respect for them because they've just pushed this thing forward. I look at the innovators of private flood as you know really being the uh, the benchmark for what we all can be doing. And there's great lessons to learn from all those companies and all those folks. And we're really we're we're really in it together. And to me, that's exciting and that's also gratifying. Awesome, that's a fantastic message. And and you're absolutely Appreciate right about the, about the industry. It, it, it's it's staffed with with uh, a lot of people that care uh, about what we do and 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 the, its importance in in the economy. 
Um, and it, for and sure, it's a people business, regardless of how, of how tech enabled it gets, it'll, it'll continue to be a people business for sure. And we've, I think we've seen that recently more than ever, right? Is <laughs> you still need good people supporting your products. Absolutely. Th thank you very much for your time. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on.